It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken parm, and I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every yes, day. welcome on in to Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and joining us for this third Friday, Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great, man. I'm excited. Um, you know, by the time people are listening to this, I'm going to be, you know, on my way to, uh, to to Pennsylvania, and I'm excited, oh. man. It's the first time in a while that we've had a like a true big game feel for Auburn, uh, and that's going to be awesome. Are you driving or flying? I'm flying. I'm flying. I'm Good definitely for you. Flying, flying into Philadelphia uh, on Friday morning, and then uh, making my way down uh, to State College by the end of the day, and then that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. It's gonna. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, there's been a lot of talk about the whiteout and the crowd noise and all that, and it's like I think Penn State fans are very protective and very proud of their tradition, so I get some of the pushback and, and Auburn fans playing along with it and and and, and giving it back to them, but. Um, I mean, the truth of the matter is it's the second biggest stadium in the Western Hemisphere. It's going to be a sellout crowd, and it's their biggest home game of the year. So I am it's going to be looking fun. forward to it. Yeah, be sure to yeah. take pictures of it from your vantage point. I'd love to see it put on your social media. I think that'll be cool. I think that'll For be cool. sure. So a For lot sure. of people aren't able to go, Justin, and it's going to be a great Saturday filled with a lot of, uh, lot of college football. And a lot of people don't want to leave their house, but they want great food brought to them. And so the best way to do that is is our friends at Fetch Me Home Delivery. All you have to do is go to fetchmedelivery.com or download their free app, and you can order essentially whatever you want. They have so many awesome local partners throughout Auburn, Opelika, and Lee County. So if you're in town and you sit down, I know I'm looking forward to watching that Bama-Florida game. I'm not going to want to leave the house tomorrow. I'm going to get out of bed, watch game day, watch some 11 o'clock games, and then uh, some good SEC football for the rest of the day. So Order from Fetch Me and use promo code Local Meals. As long as your order is over 30 bucks, you'll get a nice discount there. So go to fetchmedelivery.com or download their free app. Jay Ferg, opinions all over the place about Auburn's chances against Penn State uh, tomorrow. So what do you think? Uh, what are you thinking about this matchup? I think this is a matchup of two teams that are very similar. Uh, it's kind of crazy how alike Auburn and Penn State are. Not only as schools, football programs, but I think the makeup of their 2021 teams is pretty interesting. Um, both teams have a quarterback that it's experienced and has had good moments and not so good moments yep. in big games. Both teams, their biggest question mark heading into the season, and maybe the group that got the most scrutiny was their offensive line, just like Auburn. Yeah. Uh, Penn State's in the same boat there. Both teams have played really well in the defensive end early on, especially up front. Um, so, I mean, this game I think is going to come down to, you go back to – that offensive line and that quarterback, I think the team that gets the better offensive line game and the cleaner quarterback game is probably going to be the one that wins this game. Um, both teams are going to run the ball. They're going to play good defense. Um, neither quarterback has to be Patrick Mahomes to win this game. Right? Uh, they're you know it would help to be have really good plays like that, but man, you just want to avoid the big mistake, and that's going to be something I'm really really interested in seeing because both of these guys under pressure have had their hard times uh, throughout their careers. And I know it's been one thing that Brian Harson and Mike Bobo have been preaching to Bo Nix. Decision-making, decision-making, decision-making. You go all the way back to March. Uh, they have been in his ear about it for six months, and this is the first time where we're going to get to see that in its in its full 
you know, kind of full capacity. Right, right. So uh, Chris Fowler spoke to some of the media um, Thursday morning, and he was asked about Brian Harson and, and specifically Auburn's troubles on the road. And I love this quote uh, from him. And you've written about similar things regarding Harson with us, but I just wanted to read this and get your thoughts to it. This is, um, this is Fowler talking, who will be a part of the TV broadcast tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. He said, quote, I'm impressed by Brian, first of all. I've always been impressed by him for years at Boise, calling plays and then being the head coach. And we had a long conversation about this last night. Two things. One, although, I love this, although he doesn't focus on the recent history of Auburn, he studied it. And he understands that the road games have been a problem in recent years and that road games have kept Auburn from achieving what they want to achieve. I love that. He talks about how he doesn't really care about what happened before, but some of it is like he's aware of it because he needs yeah. to kind of have that information to prepare his team and kind of figure out what does he need to fix moving forward. I thought that was a really, really cool quote from uh, from Fowler. Yeah, we've we've heard from players this week as well. It's like what happened in the past is the past. It doesn't affect this game, but yet the context is cute. It's huge, right? It, it surrounds all of this. You know, Auburn has had tough times away from home. They have not beaten a really good team away from home in quite some time. Yeah, and so. Brian Harson's challenge is, okay, this is the first opportunity to do that. What am I going to do to get my team prepared to be the one that gets over that hump? And, I mean, his whole thing is attention to detail, preparation, preparation, preparation. I mean, like just very hyper-focused and hyper-detailed on this. Um, I'm interested to see how cleanly Auburn plays in a tough environment, what kind of start they get out to in a tough environment. And then when things go wrong, how do you adjust from that? And I think that's why the Alabama State game ended up helping out Auburn and that that first half, of course, you would have loved to just blown them out all the way through. But that first half on the offensive side was sloppy enough that he got to go back into the locker room and not only challenge his guys to get their energy levels up in a big way, but also, okay, guys, we got to fix this, 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 and this. It's not going to be easy. You know, like everything's not going the way we wanted to. And so they got some experience doing that and adjusting to that. And that's going to be key against Penn State. So I think, you know, the first couple of games, as big of blowouts as they've been, the way they've kind of gone, I think, is is really – Brian Harson couldn't have scripted it any better. He got to – I mean, those players got to see, all right, Brian Harson, uh, this is what happens when Coach is a little upset at the way we're, we're, way we're playing right now. I and, bet it was horrifying. Okay. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've heard it was, it was, some, it was some tough stuff. Um, but it's also like, all right, let's also fix this and adjust and go from there. Um, and so, I mean, they, they're going to have to, that same kind of fire and that same kind of attention to detail and adjustments are going to have to be key if they're going to have any shot to beating Penn State because things are going to go wrong there. I mean, it's just that that atmosphere and that environment, and Penn State's a really good football team. So let's talk about what you know about this team going into Saturday regarding Auburn. So mm-hmm. no Shivers last week. It sounds like there will be no Shivers on Saturday, at the point of us recording, it doesn't seem like he's practiced this week. Are you hearing the same things? Yeah, I haven't heard anything new on Shivers uh, at this point, so I would be I would be surprised if he he's available on Saturday. Just haven't heard anything uh, differently there. Uh, good news for Auburn, though. Jarquez Hunter looks like he is really, really um, capable of stepping into that spot. You would love to have Shivers, and if you are somehow able to have Shivers, that's a huge uh, boost for sure. But, I mean, those first couple of games really showed that Jarquez Hunter can give Auburn a running threat and a really good one at that whenever Tank Biggs is not in the game. They're not going to be – like, Penn State's not going to be able to say, okay, well, Tank's out, you know, let's take a step back. 
the way Hunter's looked in the first couple of weeks, he can fill right in. Yeah, yeah, there's no question about it. Then uh, Javaris Johnson missed this past Saturday. He should be good to go, right? Yeah, there were a couple of those guys that sat out on Saturday that I think if they were playing a team not named Alabama State, they probably could right. have had a, had a good shot to go for it. So Javarius Johnson, Jalen Simpson, all those guys are kind of day-to-day, and Harson's not going to be one of those guys that gives you a lot of injury information. And I think it's going to be kind of, we'll see it when we get to the stadium on, on Saturday. But if Javarius Johnson is able to go on Saturday, huge, huge uh, for Auburn's offense because I think he has the best connection with Bo Nix from the offseason, I thought he looked good, you know, with with Knicks against in that Akron game. And I think also maybe some of that slower start on offense was the fact that they were having to work the ball to different guys in different situations. Whereas I think Johnson can be one of those dudes where, hey, it's third and five in a tough environment. Let's get this first. He's the guy to go to in that situation. So right. um, if Auburn gets Javarius Johnson back, that opens up their offense in, in a different in different dimension and um, would be a, would be a huge pickup. And also if Simpson's able to go back uh, on Saturday and play. More depth in that in that uh, cornerback room, which is always key. Then the other corner, Roe Torrance, he uh, he he missed uh, this past Saturday. We were just kind of told violation of team rules. Have you heard anything about his status? No, I haven't. Uh, haven't heard anything, uh, any updates or anything like that. So I, I, he is one of those where I'm interested to see what what, what happens there with him because he did yeah. get to play a decent bit in, in week one against Akron, and I mean a, a matchup guy with his size that you can throw in in certain spots depending on what Penn State throws at you. Right. Right. Hey, today's show brought to you by our friends at Frisky Whiskey, about 15 or 20 minutes outside of the Auburn Opelika area. It is worth the drive, especially when you're preparing for some big upcoming tailgates. Obviously, homecoming is next week. I'm sure a lot of people will be in town for that. Coming in from Atlanta, it's not even out of the way. You just stop on I-85 right before you get into the state. And if you're in the Auburn Opelika Lee County area, just take that quick drive into Georgia and you'll see billboards uh, popping up all over the place once you get in close. Or you can just type it in your uh, into your phone's app store. But hundred, uh, not, not 100,000 square feet, 10,000 square feet, but a ton of different selections, really good prices. Highly recommend checking out our friends at Frisky Whiskey. Also today's show brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the planet. Ton of flavors, ton of protein, very little calories, very little sugar. Check it out. Go to built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off. That is at built.com. Justin Ferguson with the Auburn Observer, pumping out content like crazy. What are people missing out on if they are not subscribed to the Auburn Observer? Yeah, man, game weeks have been a lot of fun here these, these first couple of weeks. So let me lay it out for you. If you sign up for the Auburn Observer today, on Sunday morning, we will give you observations from the post game since it's a night game. It'll be in your inbox at 6 a.m. So you want to read it whenever you wake up on Sunday. We'll have a breakdown of all that we saw from Auburn Penn State. This is the first time we've ever had to do a road trip uh, podcast. And I don't know how necessary we're oh, when yeah. it's going to be able to come out, but uh, I'm going to be in Pennsylvania. Painter's going to be up in Pennsylvania as well. So we're going to try to work it out some, some way. So there will be a podcast at some point, Sunday or Monday. Uh, and then a film room on Monday as well uh, that you can check out uh, where I break down um, usually offense, but some some piece of uh, of what we saw from Auburn's game this past week. It was why did Auburn start so slow against Alabama State and what what kind of changed? Um, you know, we'll have more newsletters on Tuesdays, Wednesdays. We preview podcasts on Thursdays just for our subscribers where we break down the game. This week we had Audrey Snyder uh, who covers the Penn State for the Athletic. Um, a really fun episode with her previewing this game. So there's a lot of stuff. AuburnObserver.com, $6 a month or $60 a year gets you in. 
And uh, whatever we do, it's pretty much something every day, 6 a.m. Central Time comes into your inbox, whether it's a story or a podcast. And uh, yeah, and there's, I mean, we are very, very close to getting to 1,000 subscribers, which was our huge, big goal yeah. um, when we started this thing. And there's a chance we could get to it in, in, in less than a year's time. So that's huge. Uh, it'd be, it would be awesome if any of y'all who've been on the fence, if you come on board this weekend, it's a big weekend. Um, that would be awesome. You know what? I'm going to help you get one closer. All right. So for folks watching on YouTube, if you're listening to the podcast, hop over to the YouTube channel and for folks, uh, comment your score prediction for Auburn Penn state. Let us know who you got as the winner and give us a score. And for a tiebreaker, we'll do total yards from scrimmage for tank Bixby. So we'll count receiving and rushing yards for tank Bixby as a tiebreaker there. And whoever's the closest I'll reach out to, and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll get you, uh, we'll get you a membership to the Auburn observer. So uh, yeah, go. and what a good time to join because there's a lot of a uh, lot of exciting stuff coming up. So, all right, how how are you feeling about this game? Both fan bases, yeah. Justin, extremely confident going into this, but you're hearing different things from both sides, right? Auburn fans um, believe that Tank Bigsby and Jarquez Hunter are invincible, which may be true. I don't know. And then on the on the other side, Penn State folks not really talking about their football team; they're just talking about, hey, it's going to be really really loud, and we beat Wisconsin. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, I think this game could go either way. There are some times where Me I too. think, oh, this is going to be a, a Penn State win. Sometimes I think it's going to be an Auburn win. I don't like doing predictions, so I, I'm glad I don't, I don't have to put put it on that. I know Auburn open is like a touchdown dog. I probably would have like picked Auburn to cover at least in that in that aspect. I think it's going to be a close points game. in this matchup is a lot. I think it's going to be a lot. lot. I think it's going to be pretty yeah. low scoring. Don't you? I do too. I yeah. think it's gonna be a low-scoring game. I think both of these teams are gonna want to rely on their running game. I mean, Tank and, and Jarquez are have, are great right now uh, for Auburn. Uh, Noah Kane, a guy Auburn recruited a few years years ago, is a great running back for them. Um, they've got weapons uh, on the outside at wide receiver and Jahan Dotson and and Parker Washington. I think that's gonna be a real X factor. I like Auburn's secondary more than Penn State's secondary, but I like Penn State's receivers more than Auburn's receivers in this one. Mm-hmm. It's just a very – it goes back to what I said earlier. I think it's just whichever team takes care of their quarterback enough on the offensive line, maybe creates a few holes in their running game with their offensive lines, and then at the quarterback spot, can you avoid making the big mistake? I, that team's probably going to win, and it's probably going to be a, a close game all the way through. Um, I, I think both teams are awesome on defense. I think Auburn may have a little bit more NFL talent on their defensive side, but Penn State's got that crowd behind them, and that's going to be a big that's that's going to be a big impact too. So I mean, this is about as right down the middle as I, as I think you could, could be. If this was a neutral site game, it would be I think it would be very close to a pick 'em yeah. when it's all said and done. Uh, Penn State a little bit more battle tested. Auburn playing better football right now. Which one wins out? I, I, it's going to be fascinating to watch. So you being the media guy and the football guy that you are. I know you've watched Penn State's games this year. They're they're mm-hmm. outing against Wisconsin. They're outing against Ball State. I don't understand why they can't run the football well. Can you break that down uh, for me? Their offensive lines had a hard time uh, early on, and yeah. they have been moving some guys around and trying to figure it out. It looks like uh, Eric Wilson, who was once committed to Auburn, is probably going to be their guy. Uh, the Harvard transfer is probably going to be the guy at left guard for them on uh, on Saturday. That's something to to keep in mind Noah Kane's a really good back I think when he has space he yeah, can he be is. really really good but like they've had a hard time kind of generating consistent uh lanes for them to, to run the ball um they're trying to do some more spread stuff they're trying to do some more quick quick game uh which is kind of the extension of a running uh, of a running game 
but yeah, it's you know Penn State. I, I would I was thinking that they would be a little bit more effective running the ball, but so far this season, their most effective way of moving the ball has been through the air with Clifford uh, having time to throw it deep to to Dotson, uh, hitting Parker Washington uh, underneath. He's a very good slot receiver, um, and, and so. Uh, the key here, for I think, for Auburn is is that if you make Penn State one-dimensional, you're in a good spot because if you slow down their running game and you and you make Clifford get back and throw it, either they're going to have to nickel and dime you, and Auburn's defense is built to prevent nickel and diming, you know, yeah. from from working out long term. And number two, you're going to open yourself up to rush the passer more, Clifford. One of the few major, you know, FBS quarterbacks last season who had a worse completion percentage against pressure than Bo Nix. He's had some turnover issues against pressure, uh, and then this Penn State offensive line gave up a good number of sacks last season, and um, ha- you know has had a, it's been an iffy start for them in pass protection, even against you know Kent State and Wisconsin early in the year. So, yeah, it's just that their offensive line is very much kind of like Auburn, a work in progress, whereas Auburn has played about seven quarters of really good football on the offensive line. Yeah, um, Penn State's been a more of a mixed bag, but they've played tougher teams. So uh, it, to me, it's the offensive line. That is the big concern coming out of, uh, out of Penn State. I think Auburn feels more confident in their offensive line than they did at the start of the season. However, these are a lot bigger and a lot better dudes going up against them than they've faced the first two games of the season. And I'm glad you brought up offensive line because a guy I specifically want to talk about is Nick Brahms. And yeah. he was kind of put on a lot of preseason watch lists. And at, at media days, they voted him as like, I think he was a first team center at media days. And then yeah. I think when the coaches all SEC team, he was second team center. And I'm just, I was really surprised to see that. No offense to Brahms. Do you think he's lifted up to that billing so far? I think so. I mean, I think okay. in that, in this Alabama state game, there were a fair n- number of mistakes in the first half in the offensive line from several players. Um, so you can't pin it all on just one or two dudes. Um, so I think Brahms will take some of that. I, I, Nick Brahms is going to be very important in this game for one major reason. Now, blocking, very key, very crucial. That's important. Right. But when you look at going into an environment like Penn State, that offensive line hasn't been in quite that environment before except for Nick Brahms. Nick Brahms and, and Bo Nix have had that connection, that center quarterback connection. Man, how key is that for communication, yeah. nonverbal communication, making sure everything gets squared away? And so for Brahms, it's like, yes, it's important that he's a good blocker in this game because Penn State's got some dudes in the trenches that can they can make you pay. But I also think Brahms is going to be a very valuable player for this is that they've got to – like he's going to be key with Nix to be on the same page, get everything together, get this offense rolling. And so I think for Nick Browns, when you talk about the preseason accolades, you know there weren't a ton of returning centers in the SEC this year. So I think Brahms got got some of that uh, sure. to go along with it. But if Auburn's offensive line has a good bounce back season, like people think they could, Brahms is going to be a key part of that. And I think the communication from that internal group uh, is, is going to be big. Um, so I, you know, I, I my eyes on Brahms in this game because I think his leadership and his communication skills. And the fact that he has been there before in tough environments like Florida, like AM, like LSU, yeah. uh, is going to help out a ton in this game. Today's show brought to you by our friends at betonline.ag, the best place to put down your sports wagers uh, anywhere. So head over to betonline.ag and you can make your first deposit. All you have to do is use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get a 100% 
welcome bonus on that deposit. That's double your deposit. That is a, a huge, huge deal. Had a few folks message me through text and through Twitter DM uh, asking yesterday, actually, what um, what the promo code was. So it is locked on, folks signing up. I think a lot of Auburn fans, Jay Ferg, are really excited about that um, that Auburn plus six because six mm-hmm. points is going to be a ton of points in this matchup. So we'll see. Once again, betonline.ag. Jay Ferg, just a few minutes left. I know you've got to go in just a moment, but... What's at stake here? How big yeah. of a win could this be for Brian Harson, the Auburn football program, and, and all of that going on the road? I mean, it'd be huge for Bo Nix. What all is at stake here? And also, follow-up question, if they, if they come up short, what does it mean for the Tigers moving forward? Yeah, this is a great question, and it's a question that I got in, in our mailbag that's out on, on Friday morning when you're listening to this. Um, it's a huge opportunity. If you win this game... You you have a road win against a top ten team, something Auburn's had a h- tough time doing recently. It shows that Brian Harson and the plan at Auburn may be ahead of schedule, and it's time to adjust your expectations of how good year one could be. I think that's the case. if they win, it's time to think. Okay, Auburn might be a better team than you know we thought they might be because if they're ahead, if I mean if they're they're capable of winning a game like this this early in his tenure. All right, you know, once they get an SEC play, you feel like you feel a little bit better about their chances. If they lose the game, I think it's very key to remember it's just one game and it's a non-conference game at that, all right? Here's a, here's some examples because somebody asked me about the trajectory of the program or what if they went. I think it's a great opportunity to get you on the map, get you more buzz, get you more confidence. And I think if you lose, it's very interesting because since it's a, a big non-conference game, let's go back. 2017, Auburn loses to Clemson in an ugly game. They couldn't get anything going on offense. They end up winning the SEC West, putting it all together later in that year. That was they a toss the, sweep to uh, to Taylor Cox on fourth and two. Just want to that that happened in that game. That game, yeah. 2018 and 2019, you beat the eventual Pac-12 champions, but I don't think anybody's sitting there thinking that Auburn's season changed or flipped or got better just because they won that early season matchup. And I know it was week one, but you know, week three, and when you haven't played an SEC game yet, it's kind of the same thing. Um, so I think it's a great opportunity to – it's a launching pad type of game for the Brian Harson era. If you lose, it's a missed opportunity. Um, if you lose big, it's like, oh, well, you've got you – know, honeymoon might be over. There's, yeah. you know, you know, there's going to be a lot of work to do to make sure you don't have a game like this against Arkansas or LSU or Georgia coming up. Um, but I do think if it's a win – it is a case of, okay, this hire, this system, this team, it's time to start raising your expectations of what they could be in year one. Beating Penn State doesn't mean you're going to have an awesome year in the SEC, but I think it's a, it's a great opportunity to, to get your team believing and getting, getting confident and getting, I mean, more of the fan base to buy in. Um, so I don't want to say that a loss doesn't matter because it definitely does right. um, because it's a very competitive game and it's a big moment. Um, but for Auburn in year one, if you win, you're kind of playing with house money moving forward. So like, this is, this is a good, this is a good chance for Auburn to, to pick up a, a lot of momentum and a lot of just good feelings around this program moving forward, because there's going to be some tough times this year, just because of how tough the schedule is. Right. Um, last question, Justin, how many points does it take? How many points does Auburn need to score Mm. to, uh, to win this football game? I feel like if Auburn is at like 24 to 28, yeah. that's probably Sounds enough. Right. 
Um, you know, I I don't want to go too much lower because I mean, a big play to Jahan Dotson could be it could be the difference there at home. You right. know, you don't want to say like, oh, Auburn's going to come in and shut him down. But like, if this defense holds steady, like I said, you don't need uh, you, know, you don't need Bo Nix to be Patrick Mahomes to win this game. Yeah. You got to like this has got to be I think good game manager Bo Nix with a great defense and a great running game with them that can get they can get some things going away from home. That could be enough to get the win. I also think special teams are going to be huge. And I mean, Auburn's, it's harder to have a better start than Auburn's had on special teams uh, th- this season. So, right. yeah, I think that's about the line where I'm thinking that's that'll probably be enough. Now, watch it be an absolute shootout. And if it is, I think it'll be, it'll be really fun. But uh, everything points to this game being kind of a low scoring affair. So the first team that gets around that three, four touchdown mark might, might have enough to do it. I think you're right. Justin, how can folks sign up for the Auburn Observer? AuburnObserver.com. Go there. Type in your email. You'll get an email to tell you how to subscribe. $6 a month or $60 a year. And once you're subscribed and paid, you are in. You don't have to do anything else. Everything we do story-wise and podcast-wise comes straight in your inbox most mornings at 6 a.m. Central Time. And if you want to be entered to win a, uh, a subscription, a membership to the Auburn Observer, like, comment, and subscribe. And in that comment... Let us know your prediction down below. Justin, thank you so much, my friend. Hey, safe travels to you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fun trip for you. We'll be back on Monday to recap this crazy weekend. It could be a really fun show. It could be a really down show. We'll see. Join us Monday right here on Locked on Auburn. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.